What's up, Deal Hunters? It's Donnie Corum. And on today's episode, we're going to discuss how to trade when the real estate market is flattening out. Stay tuned. Welcome to the Foreclosure Deals Coach Podcast. The real estate market is shifting. The time is now. The Foreclosure Deals Coach Podcast is your home for the mindset, tactics, and tools needed to break through your limiting beliefs and find freedom by investing in foreclosure deals. Don't buy a house, buy a deal. You need to get into this right now. And now, your host, the Foreclosure Deals Coach, Donnie Corum. Hello, 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 and welcome back to the Foreclosure Deals Coach Podcast. I am your host and Foreclosure Deals Coach, Donnie Corum. And on today's episode, we're going to discuss how to trade real estate when the market is flat. Now, People often ask, you know, you're the foreclosure deals coach, but what is it you actually do? Well, guys, if you really describe what I do, I am basically a day trader in the real estate space. Now, unlike day trading stocks or commodities or futures and et cetera, you can't literally trade a house in a day. There's a process that takes place from buying the property to selling the property, but a lot of the same principles that apply to day trading in the stock market and any other market really also apply to trading in the real estate market. Well, interestingly enough, for the past three to four years, we have seen a consistent uptick in the real estate market. In 2020 and 2021, we saw crazy appreciation in the real estate market being driven very heavily by two factors. Factor number one was a lack of inventory. See, when COVID hit, nobody wanted to leave the house, much less invite potentially six strangers into their home. You want to talk about an inventory hit, people were not willing to let you in the door. And if you did come in the door, they wanted you to put on a gas mask and a hazmat suit right? That market did not make it conducive for buyers who wanted to buy houses. And a lot of houses slid off the market as people who were concerned about their health did not want people visiting their home. And as such, inventory dropped to all-time lows. Couple that with a crazy government interaction that flooded the money with a bunch of money flooded the market, excuse me, with a bunch of money at the same time and interest rates dropped into the two percentile range. We had never seen anything like that. But the buying power of people who were buying homes at two and three percent mean you had a whole bunch of buyers coming in the market and not a ton of supply to give those buyers. The net effect was the market not only trended upwards for several years, it was going upwards at a staggering rate. Well, like every great party, what goes up must come down. And boy, did we see that. About 2022, the Fed, our wonderful government, hopped in and decided, hey, we have got to stop the inflation of homes. And although it was ultimately bad for my business, I got to tell you, I didn't disagree with them, okay? We could not have continued to go up at that pace. And what, what goes up at that pace has to correct. And about the third and fourth quarter of 2022, we saw saw the market trending downwards. Not as much as we thought. I'm not going to kid you. I thought the correction was going to be painful. I thought we we're going to see a massive correction in the real estate market. A lot of people reported the same. But what actually happened is the market 
flattened, which is where we are today. You're dealing with a flat market, which means house prices are not trending upwards at the pace they have, but they're also not trending downwards. What we want to discuss today is how to work within that state of mind. And as always, we like to talk a little bit about the mindset of real estate investing. So let's hop into our mindset piece right now. Our mindset quote today comes from Mark Douglas, where he says, if your goal is to trade like a professional and be a consistent winner, then you must start from the premise that the solutions are in your mind and not in the market. And I really believe that is the case. You see, all of the issues with the market are internal. The fact remains that people are buying low and selling high all the time. Okay, The market is always working in some capacity, and there are always going to be opportunities. As we speak, somebody's five-year-old kid is putting crayon on the on the wall of an otherwise really nice house. Now, some owners, homeowners are going to clean that up right away. We're not going to know what happened, but there's a very large supply of people who don't care if their property gets dilapidated. As we speak, a hailstorm is heading this direction that's going to damage the property. A dog is chewing on on a railing somewhere, right? You got to really make light of it because the whole reason we're in business is because stuff happens to property all the time. They're not going up in condition. They're going up in value. Okay. And because every house is slowly depreciating condition, there will always be an opportunity for investors like us to find properties that have the deferred maintenance that are in that reduced condition and to be able to increase that condition to even above where it was originally and get it to the point where it's now a nice retail, gorgeous property that somebody's going to love and pay top dollar for. Okay. So you have to understand that any issues you believe with the market are internal. They are in your mind. So getting back to it, how do we trade when the market is running flat? What do we do to do deals in a market that's not trending upwards? Well, guys, you got to really focus on your numbers. And I talk about this a lot, but there are three numbers that really matter in your real estate investment space. And no matter what the market is doing, these three numbers are going to define whether your flip is a flop or not. Okay, so number one, as we talk about, is your acquisition price. When the market is trending flat, wholesalers struggle to find deals. And the reason they're trending flat, they struggle right now, is because a flat market doesn't present as many obvious opportunities. When the market is trending upwards, whether you're you're buying at it right now doesn't matter as much as what it's going to be worth in three to six months when you're selling it. So wholesalers were able to put deals together, put silly markups on. It it was the generation of the wholesaler for the past two years. It's been a wonderful time to be in the business of finding properties. We're not seeing as many deals out there, so you got to focus on better deals, which means you got to buy below market. Now, that's always the case, but in this market, you really got to know that you're buying significantly below market. Your numbers are going to vary, but in my market, I am generally only looking at properties that are going to have a minimum gross spread, which is a spread between what I I believe the after repaired value is and what I'm buying it at of a bare minimum of $100,000. If I don't see that minimum, unless there's pretty much no remodel or a very easy remodel to be done, I don't want to look at that deal. 
Okay, so for me, an excellent buy price would be somewhere below 300. If I can get something for 250 to 300 that I believe I'm going to sell for 350 to 400, that is a deal I want to look at. Start with the end in mind. Look at properties that have a spread. The market is trending flat, so we cannot count on appreciation to bail you out of a bad purchase. So you've got to buy it right to begin with. And by buying on the numbers, again, in my market, a minimum spread of of $100,000. Now note, I did not mention a percentage. There's a lot of people who are encouraging you, you got to buy at 70% of value minus repairs. And listen, if you can buy at 70% of value minus repairs, then good good on you, right? I'm going to tell you that in my experience, we have to buy with a profit target in mind in my market. There are certain markets where the 70% rule works great. You have to define what it is for your market, but I will tell you that trading with an end profit target in mind will generally always yield you the ability to find a consistent stream of deals to do in your local market. Whereas trying to trade on that percentage model that so many of the flipping gurus flying to town and you about, but then really can't support it with actual deals that you can do. If trying to trade on that is going to make it very difficult to get a deal done, buy with your end profit in mind. So if we are buying at a hundred thousand dollar gross spread, right, and we're going to spend fifty thousand on the remodel, which is you know I try to do remodels that are somewhere between thirty and fifty grand. Now we've got fifty thousand dollars left in gross profit after cost of funds, transaction costs, and etc. We should be walking out of that deal with a twenty. $25,000 profit on the deal, right? And $25,000 for most people, when done consistently, can be life-changing for you, okay? Now, there are markets where you can make $50,000, $100,000, $150,000 on a flip. I, I love that. And if you're in a market where that's the case, good for you. But most people are just getting started. They just want to get that first taste of profit so they can transition out of whatever day job they're doing in a full-time investing or so they can supplement their income and build out a system system that can do $25,000 profits consistently. So that's what I teach. That's the model we work off of. Once again, you have to, in a flat market, really see that growth spread. So you're using comps in the last three months or so that have sold and you're buying at a number that's at least a hundred grand below. That's the market that I follow here in Colorado Springs. And that has served me well for a very long time and will probably work well in your market as well. Okay. Now, if you're doing a multi million dollar flip, you're buying a house at 800,000, 900,000. If you're buying that far ahead of the median, I can tell you, you're probably not, it's not going to work out because your cost of remodel, your cost of funds, everything is going to be higher. But in my experience, if you're buying at three or below and selling at four or below, these numbers pencil out. Your mileage may vary, but do your analysis carefully and know your numbers. Okay. From there in a flat market, you really have to fix exactly to market. We got a lot of leeway in the increasing market. We could over-improve a property by a little bit. And because the trend was heading upwards, it didn't count, it didn't matter, and it was okay. Guys, that is not going to be the case in the flat market that we're in right now. And obviously, the market's in a constant state of flux. But my prediction is now that interest rates are higher, we are probably going to be trending flat 
for the next six to 12 months. And then we'll have to see what happens from there. But I can tell you that in a flat market, you really got to dial in your numbers. I won't lie to you. I got a little haphazard in the increasing market of 21 and 22, because no matter what we did, we couldn't miss. The market was trending upwards. We were selling the properties before we even completed the remodel. We were not as focused on the numbers and honestly didn't need to be. I had access to capital. I had access to construction crews. As long as I kept moving at a consistent pace, I could get a lot of deals done. And that's how we were able to get 47 deals done in our best year. This is not the market we're trending in right now. And as a coach, I am heavily advising that we focus very carefully on the numbers. Obviously, you need that gross margin, but you also have to fix the property just enough that the market will absorb it. To get that, you got to know your comps. You got to know your numbers. And in a flat market, it is so important that you are absolutely trading on those numbers. Don't over-improve. And as a result, I did a whole show on the project management model versus the GC model and why we're moving to project managers because we have to pull the additional profit out that GCs were charging. Okay. You got to know your numbers. You got to trend flat and you've got to control your costs to get this done. But if you're able to do that accurately, you've got your growth spread. You can fix it to market within your budget and you can get that back in $25,000 profit. You should be able to find a consistent flow of deals that will keep you busy. And when the market is trending elsewhere, I'll be honest with you, trending downward is great for us. A downward trending market, which we're going to head to, I believe not a huge big collapse, but I think a slight Decrease is coming as the economy starts to fail a little bit. We're already seeing signs of this recession that we're pretending that we're not in, but we clearly are in a recession. But when the world is actually reflecting recessionary times, unemployment is high, there are issues with doing financing and funding and et cetera, there's going to be some great opportunities. Today, you're in a flat market. You got to buy on the numbers. You got to fix to the numbers. And then finally, in a flat market, you've really got to control your transaction costs. Okay, Gone are the days where we can overpay an agent 3%, 6% to list a property. Gone are the days where we can pay a premium for title insurance, etc. If you're going to make money in a flat trending market, you absolutely have to control your your costs and make sure that every cost is at the minimum amount it can be. While this is always true, it is more true in a flat or declining market. We have been gotten used to and maybe a little bit spoiled by the increasing market we saw over really the past six to seven years, okay? So most investors have not accurately experienced a declining or flat market. So this is going to be a weird time for people just getting into the industry. There's not a lot of experience in the agent market. Most people got their license. I think a large percentage, I don't know the exact statistic, but we're talking a huge percentage of the agents got their license in the three to last three to six years. So all they've ever seen is an upward trending market. That makes it very difficult for your agent to advise on what to do in a flat or descending market, okay? And as such, though I, I love my agents, if they haven't been around through a, at least one market cycle, you're probably not getting the best advice that you could be getting when you're doing your flip. And as such, you want to make sure that you're getting proper advice from either other investors, getting coaching or mentorship, or really, really, really studying your local market so you know what it looks like in a flat market. You need to trade to get actual experience. So if you're going to trade in this market, you're best bet is to bring in some solid advice 
or mentorship or coaching so it doesn't affect you in the long term. Guys, I don't want to frighten you off here, okay? My motivation here is that now that you know we are in a flat market, how do you trade within this market, continue to do deals, consistently putting money into your pocket and heading to your next deal with a consistent profit margin? I can certainly help you, but if you're going to venture out on your own to do this, make sure you understand the dynamics of a flat market, control your costs, control your your analysis, and fix to market. You can still do this in a flattening market. Things are going to get even better from here, and I appreciate you guys tuning in and being a part of this all the time. And you know, before we wrap up, I just really want to extend my heartfelt gratitude to each and every one of you who joined me on this episode of the Foreclosure Deals Coach Podcast. Your time and attention mean the absolute world to me. If you've gained any valuable insights today, I encourage you to hit that subscribe button. Don't miss out on our upcoming episodes and the wealth of knowledge me and my team share with you each week. And guess what? The journey doesn't stop here. I also invite you to become a part of my community of deal hunters by joining us on my Facebook group. Click the link below or search for Foreclosure Deals Coach. Let's connect, learn, and succeed together. With that, this is Donnie Corum, your Foreclosure Deals Coach, thanking you yet again for tuning in and reminding you, don't buy a house, buy a deal. Thank you for tuning in to the Foreclosure Deals Coach Podcast. If you like what you heard here today, remember new episodes are uploaded weekly. Subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast. Do you want more of the Foreclosure Deals Coach? Are you ready to learn the mindset, tactics, and tools required to be a successful real estate investor? If so, click the link below to schedule a one-on-one coaching call today with Donnie Corum, the Foreclosure Deals Coach, to determine if coaching is right for you. And remember, don't buy a house, buy a deal.